0: Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast, where two generations of owls, Michael the dad, me, and Hank the son, discuss the latest in movies, plays, books, video games, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Owl, and I am here with... Hank Owl. Hank Owl. What are we talking about today?
1: Today, we will be talking about coming to the number, America... really, I will be talking about coming to the number America because you have not seen it. And that means the format of how we're doing it, how we're doing the talking about the movie, will be different than the way we normally do it because it's more so less of a format of what we thought about the movie and more so a format of trying to get you not to see the movie because (laughs) it's not good.
0: (laughs) That sounds good. I want to know why I should not see this movie that I was previously excited about. Yes.
1: Uh, and during that movie section, it'll also be different than the way we normally do it because we'll do spoilers right off the bat because we tried to record the podcast <laughs> earlier where it was non-spoiler and I couldn't do it and I sounded like an idiot.
0: You sounded awesome because and I, fine. But because it's I to...
1: could not explain why I
0: didn't <laughs> like it without bringing up specific points exactly. of it's the movie. It's hard to persuade somebody of something without using specific details. So, yeah, you were fine. And actually, it actually was really fun and entertaining, but... It could only go too far without. Because really, all I could say is like,
1: it wasn't funny. (laughs) I didn't. How wasn't funny? (laughs) How was it not funny? Well, I can't give specifics to you. (laughs) All right, yeah. So, but are we talking about anything beforehand? Yes, we are. We're talking about House of Gucci, the the clothing, the high the high priced clothing.
0: Yeah, fashion fashion forward.
1: Yes. Uh, We got some images. One image. (laughs) <laughs> uh, for this movie, which prompted us to talk about it because we have to do our every single podcast, just a little a little thank you, a little thank you to the 24-hour movie news cycle. <laughs> yes, um, it is about the story of how Patricia Regani, the ex-wife of Maurizio Gucci, plotted to kill her husband, the grandson of renowned fashion designer Guccio. Gucci. This movie has an absolutely... <laughs> Sorry about that noise. This movie has an absolutely stacked cast. Would you like to know what it is?
0: I would. Who's all in it?
1: Jared Leto. Shouldn't have started with him, but he will be in it. I like Jared, Le- fine. Jared Leto. Al Pacino. Okay. Should have started with him. He's great.
0: Well, yeah, but some people get tired of him. I'm not tired of him, but...
1: Adam Driver. Okay, he's awesome. Everybody great loves star.
0: him. Lady Gaga. Okay, not my, not I don't dig her. But go team. All right, and Jeremy Irons. Okay, he's great, and everybody loves him. Yes, everyone should love. Him. All right, so that's a, that is that is a good cast.
1: Uh, do you know who will direct this movie? I do not. Ridley Scott.
0: All right, so Ridley Scott's amazing. So the fact that he would even choose this project. Like, I, I think that's how much I like uh, that makes me more excited immediately that this is something he wants to spend because he's, he's getting up there in age, too. So it's got to be running through his head. Like, I only have a certain amount of number movies left in me.
1: If you look on his IMDb, his profile, his upcoming projects, there's like 35
0: things. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong with that then. That's amazing. Good for him. Yes. And he's, still, cool. he's still
1: making time to do more alien prequels. Good. I want all of them. I don't Even if I haven't
0: seen I don't think you saw the last. I haven't, Alien but I wanted. still want it more because I want one to be amazing again.
1: Uh, the screenplay is written by Roberto bentig Vigna and it's based on the book by Sarah Gay Forden. So yeah, I, and it's supposed to come out November 24th. All right, cool. I'm, I'm decently excited for this movie. So, who I does Adam really?
0: Driver play? Does he play the grandson who is. He, he plays the grandson, and, and Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga plays the wife. All right. So, I really, I'm really very curious. The most interesting thing about this to me is how are they going to tell that story? Yes. You know, will they start with like the assassination attempt and then like kind of go back in time? Or are they going to play it forward and we see why she wants to kill him? I don't know. I'd be curious. <laughs> they like play the they're they're about to
1: do the assassination attempt and like it record scratch to pause like, "Well, how did I get here 6 months earlier?"
0: Which <laughs> is done all the time, you know? That's pretty common. So that, that could be it.
1: Yes. Uh, can I ask the question, the most annoying question in the 24-hour news cycle? Sure. Do you think this movie has Oscar
0: chances? <laughs> yeah, that does seem to always be Yes, yes, I do think it has Oscar chances. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Lord, those people, the stars involved. I'm sure it'll be hyped up big time for uh, the Oscar race. You know? Yes. All right.
1: Well, that's we've kind of. Are you <laughs> yeah. uh, are you familiar with the Gucci story?
0: I was not familiar at all with the Gucci story, and I was surprised that when you said Gucci and like assassination, I was like, haven't we done this with the Versace thing? So it happens a lot in the famous houses of fashion. I think some of the best fatherly advice I can probably give you is don't go into the fashion industry because you might get murdered. Yes.
1: Don't don't uh don't go in the fashion industry. Don't marry a royal.
0: Why not marry a royal? I don't get it.
1: I was making a topical joke.
0: <laughs> Why would you not marry a royal? I don't get your topical joke.
1: My topical joke is how poorly the royalty treated Meghan Markle.
0: Oh, I hear you. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm with you. Go, Harley. That was That was on me. (laughs) Yes, royal families can be royally awful. Royal families and fashion families. Yes. All right, so neither one. Don't be royalty. Don't go into fashion.
1: Don't join the mafia.
0: I'm still... I haven't made up my mind on that one yet. (laughs) All right, so let's move in. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Yes. Moving on
1: from the house of Gucci into Coming to America. Spoilers for the first movie and spoilers for this movie you can go god i don't know stop listening to the podcast you shouldn't really stop listening to the podcast you could just continue listening to this podcast because if you haven't seen it you shouldn't see it and if you have seen it well you can continue listening
0: okay hank i've got an hour and 45 minutes or hour and 30 minutes or however long this movie is i want to spend it i want to spend that time watching a movie and I want to watch Coming to America, the sequel. Why shouldn't I watch it?
1: Because it's not good.
0: Awesome. What's not good about it? It's, um,
1: it makes a lot of weird decisions involving okay. what to do with the plot. And uh, it mainly revolves around uh, King Eddie Murphy, King Akeem, Going to New York. Well, that doesn't really... Let me just read the plot of the movie and that'll help me. Okay. The African monarch Akeem learns he has a long lost son in the United States and he must return to America to meet this unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. That is a lie. That is not the (laughs) plot of this movie. It, It takes them 15 minutes to go to America and Get The Sun. It is not a mystery at all who The Sun is. Actually, I don't really mind that. But it's not about him returning to New York. It is about The Sun coming to Zamunda for the first time. And honestly, I, I hate that this is the, the this is the criticism that this... I wish it was a completely different movie than it is. But I kind of wish it was a completely different movie than it is.
0: Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I get that. that could, that's valid.
1: Because there's so much things they're trying to do because the reason he has to get the sun is two things one they're about to be invaded or not about to be invaded by the country of next doria uh, with their their general leader being played by wesley snipes who is one of the good parts of this movie he seems to be having a lot of fun with this role and it's basically that um, they have a son that they want to marry Eddie Murphy's daughter so that the son can become king and the countries of next-door and Zamunda can have a peaceful relationship.
0: Okay, so a political marriage. It happened all the time back in the day with, the, uh, with, with monarchies and stuff like that. That's, so that's, that's what's going on.
1: But the, the daughter... Does not want to marry the son, and obviously because of the events of the first movie, Eddie Murphy is a bit
0: against yeah, some callback. arranged
1: That's good. marriages. So and so uh, when King Jaffe Jofer dies and Eddie Murphy becomes king, he he is worried that the country of Nextoria is going to assassinate him and take over the nation by force. So he needs to go and find this long-lost son in New York because women can't be rulers of Zamunda so that he can marry one of the women of Nextoria and kind of bring that peaceful relationship between those two nations and also have a and be king.
0: All right, so I'm confused. So
1: well, that's kind of exactly my point. Like okay. there's so <laughs> much going on when I feel like they could. That's have, a
0: lot of exposition, right? They are just trying to get out there, right? To yes. set up, to, for that set up.
1: Yes. And Jermaine Fowler plays the son.
0: Okay. Who is in Queens? Who's in Queens. Growing up in Queens. All right, cool. Yes. And
1: it's really the fact that like, it's really the fact of that. That is a lot. And I feel like a lot of that could have been cut off to make A better movie. Okay, so a lot of it revolves around Jermaine Fowler's character of the son, who I don't find very interesting, kind of going through the steps he needs to go through, the three trials he needs to go through to be king.
0: So what is the son doing in Queens before like what's his he's the protagonist, right? Well yeah, it's he is journey. he is the main protagonist, although so it's kinda he, Eddie Murphy's journey. So what's he doing before the you know, let's just analyze it. Like he's just things. he's just living in Queens. Doing what for a living? Like what's he doing?
1: Uh he's currently quote unquote in between jobs. Okay. So he is he right poor? now. We see him it's, it's a little poor right? We see him selling tickets to like games. Like scalping? Like scalping.
0: Like being an illegal scalper.
1: Like being an illegal scalper. Okay. Yes, the main influence, the main male influence on his life is his uncle, Reem played by Tracy Morgan, and his mother is Leslie Jones. Okay. Who we don't see in the first movie Prince Hakim have a relationship with Leslie Jones, but we see it in flashback form.
0: Okay, oh okay. Interesting. Oh wow, is it, it's like do they CGI him younger?
1: They do CGI them younger, How's and they it do a l- they do a good job CGI of job? that.
0: Sweet. All right,
1: cool. Yeah. So it's really it's really the the fact that that part of the movie, the Queen's section of the family, is just not very interesting and creates a lot of problems for what they have to do in this plot and is the main driver and the fact that the main thing is not very interesting kind of just sets the movie on the wrong path okay all right i uh, I hear that and speaking of these trials. 'Cause I, I forgot that it was spoiler for a second. I can't go into more detail. The trials involve like one of them being that he has to like learn who all the other kings was kings were, he has to learn how to, you know, walk, are, walk like a king, talk like a king.
0: These are trials um, set up prince. by like the constitution of yes, Zamunda? munda. Okay.
1: They're and one of them involves snipping off whiskers from a lion. Okay. And it's really the whole... Take them in
0: order, right? To Give me the three trials and give me an order, and do they get progressively more difficult? Well, they're not really
1: done in order. They're done in montage form.
0: Oh, okay. So this is not a big deal in the film, though.
1: It is the promise of the pre- premise part of the script. Okay. It takes up a decent amount of time.
0: Okay. as it should, right? Yes. Cool. Because so the thing we setting up is, are they going to have a relationship, right? Because that was in the description in the beginning. And is that something that they get done in 15 minutes in the beginning where they go to Zuminda, Or is that like, is that the real internal journey that they're going on?
1: That is the internal journey. The main change that needs to be made is Eddie Murphy going to go back to his younger coming to America oneself is he's going to stay this kind of like bad king. Oh, why is he bad? He's bad because he's not as like fun loving. He's going to make Jermaine Fowler marry the next Dorian lady. To create this piece, he's oh, turning well, too much into his on father. That part
0: too. Okay. All right. Keep going. I mean,
1: it's it's a little bit my fault, and it's a little bit the movie's fault.
0: <laughs> I, I believe you. I believe. You. Keep going.
1: Uh, yes, but it, it involves. I mean, kind of. It's just like the jokes they make during this this like t- walk like a king section and like learning everything. It's just. It's. I mean, I. I really don't know how to describe it to you besides I didn't like it and you wouldn't like it either.
0: So give me an example of a joke during the Walk Like a King section. What kind of jokes are we talking about? Well, it's just mainly that he, uh,
1: he doesn't want to be this princely figure. He doesn't want to like walk like a prince. So it's really some like, some of the normal, like anti-establishment, quote unquote, like humor. Not, Humor terribly much, but it's just a, like, look how crazy this Zamunda government stuff is.
0: Is it a you know fish out of water thing? Was the coming to America right? The, yes. We got royalty from Africa. So Zamunda specifically. So and now to Queens.
1: and now it's people from Queens coming to Zamunda.
0: And so those and those are the main kind of setup with the three trials and the relationship, I guess, with the father and son. Yes, but they
1: also. Because there is this older daughter that Eddie Murphy has, who cannot be the ruler of Zamunda because of these archaic laws, they also have to set up a relationship between the daughter, who is played by Kiki Lane, um, with Jermaine Fowler's character. and there's There's so much more they have to do by choosing the plot they chose with Jermaine Fowler that just make the movie a little bit longer. Okay. than it has to be, and it makes the movie drag a bit because they just had to be like, all right, we're doing this now, we're doing this now, we're doing this now, and now we got to call back to the first one because that's what people are watching. There's just so much more they have to do if they just streamlined this plot a little bit more.
0: My two friends that are my age that saw this movie or tried to see this movie, one turned it off after 15 minutes, one turned it off after 40 minutes. I understand more the turning off after 40 minutes because that's during this... This this painfully,
1: (laughs) and it's not a long movie. It's two hours long. It's and uh, it just it drags. It drags during this middle section, this promise of the premise section, because it's just there's so much they have to do relationship wise with these characters, and like they also have to show like the trials. And it really, I mean, it just drags. Trials just
0: aren't funny. They're just uninteresting.
1: They're not interesting. The one, the main one. Is involved in getting the whiskers off the lion, and he kind of has to. He has to work together with Kiki Lane to kind of get that happening. Why?
0: Why is the because because he doesn't know because
1: he's incapable of doing this properly. He doesn't know, and Kiki Lane does because really it's it's known and it's common knowledge kind of in this movie that Kiki Lane is the better fitted person to be the ruler of Zamunda. Okay, so part of that he. Kiki Lane resents Jermaine Fowler because she wants to be king. She should be king. She's more qualified to be king. Right. To be queen than he is. Okay. So part of this movie is will Jermaine Fowler be his kind of true self or will he kind of conform to Zamunda and will Eddie Murphy go back to his coming to America one self and let and change the law so Kiki Lane can be queen?
0: Okay. All right.
1: And there's also there's another thing with German Fowler how Germaine Fowler how he falls in love with kind of like the barber. So he doesn't want to marry this lady from nextoria. Although he does in the beginning, he doesn't as the plot goes along. Okay. Because the re- main reason he wants to marry the lady from nextoria is that the lady from nextoria is hot. Okay. But obviously he grows this relationship with the barber and he no longer wants to do that.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I when I think of barber, I think of a male barber. Is this a homosexual this is, relationship or is this heterosexual and it's a female barber? This
1: is that heterosexual relationship. Okay. I guess less of a barber and more of like a professional hairdresser, hair stylist. Yeah.
0: All right. So, All right,
1: this, so that's just, a that, lot of setup. A, that is a lot. Right, and some of that doesn't really add terribly much to your enjoyment of the movie. And I feel like some of that this the script could be reworked. So that it doesn't have to do all of that.
0: Okay, but let's move beyond what you wish the movie was, right? Because it's, they now analyze what they're doing. Do they do it well, given what they've set up? You know, so they set this thing up. We got these trials. You know, are the trials interesting? Are they, do they progressively more difficult? How do they, what are the scenes like between the brother and sister? You know, are, are, is it, are they is it acting good? The act the acting's good. The acting's fine.
1: I mean there's nothing like it's not amazing. But it's fine. It's it's competent acting. But really, really what their how their relationship is built, Jermaine Fowler and Kiki Lane's relationship <laughs> is really just that like we see that Kiki Lane has resentment towards jermaine fowler i'm just gonna say lane and fowler that's all right (laughs) it's the voice saying first name and last (laughs) name it's like i remember their characters names uh lavelle johnson and mika no those are the characters names okay so the way so mika resents lavelle because she knows that she would make the better ruler sure makes sense. and basically they have a conversation where lavelle's like why don't you like me and she's like I could do this better than you could. And he's like, I know that. And then their relationship is built and they're friends now.
0: Yeah, he's like, awesome. I don't want to be this. Right? Yeah.
1: Although he does some... Really, it's been a little bit since I saw the movie and I'm trying to remember exactly <laughs> what the conversation was like. But really, it's just its their relationship is built in one conversation. Okay. And then she agrees to help him with the line. And really, the main problem with this whole beginning section is that it's kind of... It feels stagnant okay we're like we're just waiting for him to finish all these trials while comedic hijinks are going on around them and the some of those hijinks specific funny yes one of the things that i did not find funny was semi okay he was hilarious Ar- in the first one arsenio hall kind of really does not like tracy morgan
0: okay because Simi's a snob. I remember that from the first one.
1: Yes, and Tracy Morgan's not a snob. He's a Brooklynite. Okay. Um, so they kind of, like, Simi, like, goes on. So basically, they cut to, like, the Zamunda News, who okay. the news person is played by Trevor Noah. Okay. And, like, he's like, sources from inside the castle say that the Jermaine Fowler person... Lavelle, is doing, like, much better because of the help of Tracy Morgan. And then, like, Semi's going on, like, where did you get that information? And then Tracy Morgan comes on there, and they fight each other. Like, they connect their, like, Zoom screen. Not their Zoom screens, but their, like, news screens, and they fight each other. And that's not funny.
0: No, it it does not sound funny. No. Yeah. All right. It's not.
1: It's not funny. And there's some like humor involving uh Leslie Jones and like the bathers. Okay. And that's not very funny either. Yeah. It's not annoyingly unfunny like I thought it would be, but How are the barbershop
0: people involved? Uh Does we, that take we place see them when they the originally go back
1: to New York and then we see them at the Queens, end right. in Queens and they see them at the end when they go back to Queens.
0: Okay, so they're not shoe I mean when I was picturing like somehow that for some reason they have to go to Zamunda too. No, they don't. Okay, good. That's how bad my fear is of this movie by everybody's reactions. It was like that kind of bad. No, but the
1: reason, going back to your friend saying he left 40 minutes in, it is probably because we're in this moment of stagnation where nothing is funny and nothing is happening plot-wise that is interesting. Okay. We're getting a little more development, for the Jermaine Fowler character, but mainly it's just the promise of the premise, the whole... This is why you saw the movie. We're going to put in some jokes here. They're not going to be funny, but don't worry. We're going to remind you of the first one in a second. And here's here another thing. This is just a, this is a little bit of sidetrack. They flash back to the first one a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. They show... As, uh, there's the beginning flashback to kind of set up this whole premise. And then there's like... A time when Kiki Lane, and this is part of their conversation. Now I'm remembering it. No, no, sorry. It's the barber, the hairdresser, explaining to Lavelle that like, well, your, well, your dad was like great once, and then he explain She explains the events of the first one, basically. So I'm like, why are you, why are you doing this? Like, and they flashback. Like, you really have to like work so hard to be like this. This is why. You're watching the movie. Remember how much you liked the first one? Let's describe some events of the first one. The first movie was so
0: great. So the love interest of the son is in, it works at the same barbershop in Queens. No, that-
1: no. She's a hairdresser, a Zimunden hairdresser. Oh, he falls for- in love with somebody over there. Yes. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yes. So now let's move past that. I've already explained everything I don't <laughs> right. like about that beginning section.
0: Okay, so that's my that's last question, though. So the last trial is still like in the beginning third of the film? And second act. Okay. Right. Keep going.
1: So after we're done with that, there actually is a funny joke involving uh, circumcision. Sweet. Where, like one of the trials, like it's a surprise trial. You have to circumcise your penis right now. But, obviously, it's a joke. I got gotcha. It's them, like, playing a prank on him. Gotcha. And that's, that was kind of funny. Oh, so I, I, we can I can give, see how that would be kind of funny. We can give props to this. And, uh, and now that we're giving positives, uh, another big positive is the costume design in Zamunda. And really the production design. The whole Zamunda landscape and how everything looks, like, costume-wise and architecture-wise is really good. Okay. Cool. So kind of after we're we're done with that, we're now ready to marry. Off to these peop him off to these people in Nextoria. Yeah. and really like the night before, he kisses the hairdresser, and they're like, "We're gonna," I don't want to do this, and they go to run away. And the wedding, the the actually it's the rehearsal dinner for the wedding that some of the more funnier things happen. Okay, we have um, Lisa, the, the queen. The queen, right? Get drunk and kind of have this bonding relationship with Leslie Jones, and that is funny. Okay, like seeing her. I'm gonna pull up the name of the actress so I can give her a compliment. <laughs> sorry, the uh, Michael Owl is currently pretending to snore. <laughs> How much I'm boring him? Sherry Headley okay, plays good. well drunk. Awesome. So we see kind of all these people talking to each other and they talk and uh, they kind of redo the scene where Eddie Murphy is talking to the person. He's in the first one. We're starting to the arranged marriage person. He's like bark like a dog.
0: Okay. Yeah, I remember and so they that. kind
1: of redo that because the next Dorian queen is obviously kind of the same thing It's like trained to like whatever Lavelle. Okay. Likes. So then Lavelle runs away with the hairdresser back to Brooklyn. And this is where kind of we have to see Eddie Murphy make that change where he talks to to Shiri Headley and talks to Cleo McDowell and kind of gets himself, gets that change made where he's like, all right, I'm going to go get the son back. I'm going to let you marry who you want. And I'm going to let my old eldest daughter, Kiki Lane, Mika, be queen
0: okay that's I mean I guess that's how I figured it was going to end um, is there can you point to anything specific that makes him make that decision
1: it's that uh, he's kicked out of the bedroom by uh, Sherry Headley for not letting Kiki Lane be queen and okay. forcing Laval to marry someone he doesn't want to
0: so that's kind of what happened in the first one right Yes,
1: so that is kind of what happened in the first one.
0: Yeah, the Queen said, you know, look, blah, blah, blah. Do this.
1: Yes. Oh, all right. And a lot of what makes this section not really interesting, and just thinking back to the first one, there's a certain energy that Eddie Murphy brought to the first one as Prince Hakim that he is not bringing to this one.
0: Yeah, is it car- like... A part
1: of it's character, but part means. of it also makes me feel like that uh, Eddie Murphy isn't as interested in this one as he was in the first one. Okay, He's just not as funny, and he's given less of a role in this one. I mean, obviously, he's one of the main people that has to change in this movie, but he's not doesn't have as much screen time as some of the other characters do.
0: Which seems a poor choice, because Eddie Murphy's very funny. Yes, but, I mean, it's
1: just his... Uh, it's a certain feel. I mean, I know the whole point of this is getting you not to see it. I've got to see you, it now, No,
0: <laughs> no, you can't. I'm totally going to see it. You can't see it. I wanted to relate. I want I to get it.
1: The whole point of this, me trying to get you not to see it, if you do see it, I fail. <laughs> I lose the podcast. Well, you might lose the podcast because I, I want to know. But if you had seen the movie, and li- those listeners... I've seen the movie, you know, you can (laughs) sense that there's a different energy coming from Eddie Murphy, a less exciting and part of the less charismatic and less funny that is part of it's character related, but part of it's not. That he does, he had in the first one and does not have here.
0: And even if it is character related, it doesn't mean it was a good idea to have that, (laughs) you know, that's still. Even if that's part of it, like well, he's older and wiser now, and more subdued, and more you know attuned to the needs of the state, it doesn't mean it's a great choice if it doesn't come off well. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't come off well. Yeah.
0: Um, what was your favorite moment in the movie? Um, I like the beginning section,
1: the funeral, and they have a cameo from Morgan Freeman. What's kind of funny? We're like, we think Morgan Freeman's just playing character but he's actually playing himself. like That's kind of funny.
0: All right, that is funny. Uh, Give me another moment that you liked,
1: and then then keep going. Um, The drunken section with uh, Shiri Headley. Okay, the rehearsal dinner. Uh, Yeah, the costume design. There's not
0: a lot. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm struggling here. All right, and what was the cringiest moment?
1: The cringiest moment... Well here's the person who's when you know, Lavelle runs away with the hairdresser. They're getting married by the preacher person from the first one played by Arsenio Hall.
0: Okay, very hilarious, dude.
1: But there's a certain moment like, "Oh, okay. You're going to be the same person here. We're just we're just trying to do the joke from the first one again."
0: So they didn't give the character more to do or they didn't do it well. They just—they didn't do it well. It just wasn't funny.
1: They didn't do it well. It just wasn't funny. You were you, 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 you not going to like it when you don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, so you are going to like it when you don't watch it. You're not going to like it when you watch it. And really another cringy moment was the flashbacks again. The sequence where they do a whole lot of flashbacking. And she basically describes in like a heightened version of the coming to America plot. And where I'm just like, oh, okay. Why, yeah, why just they, re- would they do that? I because de- to, to remind the viewer why they're seeing this movie,
0: right? But I think we know. <laughs> like, well, exactly. <laughs> why
1: it reminds me of the scene in uh, the second Fantastic Beasts movie. Okay, when they go back to Hogwarts and they play the Hogwarts music, and it's kind of like, see, this movie's not good, but remember how good the other stuff was? That's why you're seeing it.
0: I uh, mean, see, I don't know that that's fair. But go, oh, yeah, okay. You're talking about, like, you're mad at them for doing a musical theme? like No,
1: not really. That this The coming dose America is a much worse example of it than that movie is. But I was trying to just remind you of the feel. Okay. It sounds like they should not have made this movie at all. No. that That is kind of it. There's a lot wrong with it. And I feel like, again, I don't want to be, like, I'm I'm about to go back to critiquing what the movie should have been. They should, I think, have uh, have just put less focus on the family from Brooklyn, on Lavelle, like because the that like, character isn't very interesting.
0: Why? Why? I guess uh, why isn't he interesting? But that's it, hard. That's a hard to, question to answer. I guess.
1: Yeah, that is a that is a hard question to answer
0: because he doesn't. Want anything well, I guess at first he doesn't want anything Well first he's just does like he, Does he do anything At first he's like awesome I'm living the prince life
1: Here in Zamunda
0: Yeah
1: And he's like well I want to be me You don't want me to be me I'm going to be me and the prince of Zamunda And then it will be like I don't really want to be the prince of Zamunda I want to marry who I want yeah. So there's change that he makes And it's just that like he doesn't have the same charisma and it's hard to, you know, compare this guy to Eddie Murphy. Right. But the the the, the same charisma that Eddie Murphy had in the first one. He's just not as interesting or as fun or, or as likable of a star.
0: Okay. All right. All right, well I'm I mean I'm not I'm convinced I really I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not convinced I shouldn't watch it because I kind of want to know what you're meaning when you're. I want to see that this energy. Thing I wish I really
1: meaning. wish I was doing a better job of explaining exactly what I mean.
0: Well, it's, it sounds like I mean a lot of the stuff is hard to describe, you know, and and some of it's just a feel, and whether something's funny or not, like how do you analyze that? Either you think something's funny or you don't, you know. So I think you're doing fine, but I, I think it's just a hard thing to do. And, you know, normally I would be just like, oh, you didn't like it? Okay, fine. I'm not going to see it. But I wanted to hear a little bit more because, darn it, I wanted it to be funny. (laughs) I wanted it to be good.
1: I mean, it's a mix of just, like, weird plot decisions and also the kind of constant references to the first one.
0: So what I was worried about is they were going to sacrifice story for, like, gags, and that sounds like it's a little bit of a part it, of it, but not, it is, but not really. That's not a terrible part of it, but like
1: the story just isn't good either. And there are a lot of gags, yeah. Can I get into a part I really don't like?
0: I, yeah, I thought this whole, yes, should, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I thought we already were. And I, <laughs> what are you waiting on?
1: <laughs> I should have brought over the, the ending of this movie, that's kind of why I was waiting okay, for it. Okay,
0: that makes sense, <laughs> yeah. So, how does this movie end?
1: This movie ends with the wedding. With a hairdresser in Lavelle. Okay. In Zamunda. Okay. And so we got all the characters over here. And you know what? Actually, like, and he's like, we're inviting Brooklyn too. It's so like the hairdressers are there and other Brooklynites. The barbershop people. Are there and they get Randy Watson, the character that Eddie Murphy played, Randy to like do like Watson. the singing of it and they bring back like the rapping girls from the bar scene. Okay. And, like, that's just, that's totally forced to me. Like, actually, there's a moment where, like, the rapping girls come back, like, twice. And where I'm like, why?
0: Were there rapping girls in the first one?
1: Yeah, it's like, my name is something and I'm the best. All the DJs want to feel my,
0: like. That was in the first one?
1: Yeah, that was in the first one when they're looking for women in the bar. Uh, Okay. And,
0: like, that's part, like, why,
1: why do they have to be there? Besides reminders of the first one again. Yeah. And and it ends with like all of them. It's like the whole cast, the whole like characters like dancing and they play, we are family. Yeah. And
0: nobody cares because the movie was horrible.
1: Yeah. And also I don't, I don't like the playing of we are family. (laughs) It, It makes it feel like here's, here's something I haven't even thought of. It feels too much like a, like a family movie, I guess. Like this is, I don't. What do you mean?
0: Like two G rated PG
1: two yeah two PG two. It feels
0: trying to a little bit the widest audience the as possible. widest
1: yes the widest audience possible. Yeah, okay. And I think the rating is down. Like this is not R rated like the first one was. Well, That's a mistake
0: right there. <laughs> to me, I mean honestly, like you've you know.
1: It's so like that whole scene. You, I should have said this moment when you asked what the cringiest part was. Okay. This was the cringiest part, the whole thing. And maybe you should see it just so, like, you could possibly properly understand what I kind of feel like we should watch it with mics on it. and you'd
0: be like, see, this is what I was talking about right there. That. <laughs> I kind of would like to do that. So I could, like, we could comment on it as watching it. Um, and I could be like, oh, I, I disagree. I thought, I did think that was funny. Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah. Uh, anything else to convince me not to watch this awesome movie? <laughs> I'm I'm racking my
1: brain. I should have. I'm I am falling behind on this podcast, and I have been the several past podcasts. I haven't been as great as I should have, haven't been as, as like as smart critically as I should have. But I'll I'll do better on the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. And the point is that you shouldn't. You shouldn't see the movie, and there's a lot of bad stuff. The main problem is the script, certain uh, the energy, the same fee. it's trying to recreate the feel, of the first one, but it just fails. Nice. So, so it falls on its head a little bit. One last thing about Brilliant. why you shouldn't see the movie. The fish-out-of-water elements are not as good as they were in the first one, because part of the first one is like references, it was like topical 1980s References, like in New York, like um, King or uh, Prince Akeem does not know how angry New Yorkers are. Like it was like, ha like I get that stuff. And when we're doing fish out of water in Zamunda, this fictional place, there's the lack of like, so
0: true that like, I got you. Audience members have a reference point to New York, even Queens. And without a really reference point to a fictional place. Yes. All right. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. We are family. <laughs> do, do, do. I mean, I can whenever picture I, that. Whenever song. I hear the song,
1: We Are Family, I think one of the Ice Age movies that ends the exact same way with like all the characters like dancing a
0: line to we are family. Yeah. I don't think we ever need to see any more movies in with that whole dancing thing. That's been done. All, the, all the characters uh, dancing together. Yeah, we've done that too many times. right,
1: and now we'll here, find
0: a better way to do it. Here's some good things
1: though for the very end, because okay. these do happen during the credits. And maybe it's just because I haven't been seeing as much comedies as I should have. But I feel like not enough comedies end with bloopers during the credits. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you, what? The, what? <laughs> <laughs> I like. I find those funny. I find, what? but like, okay, all right,
0: but that's. <laughs> I mean that's crazy. Uh, okay, so lots of movies end in bloopers, and they are they can be enjoyable. But that's a weird thing to like to want out of your comedy movie. Like, I want a great movie, and then at the end, I want to see where you all messed up. Well, that's a, like a thing to want in a movie, but it's pretty common.
1: Okay, well, I like that they did it here. So you
0: like the bloopers? All right, so and they also the have a- fun. But it's sad if the bloopers are the best part, the funniest movie moments of your movie are the bloopers. That's a really bad sign. Yes. And it sounds like that's the case here? Yeah, it's not
1: really the case here. I okay. mean, there's a low bar for the funniest <laughs> yeah. thing. Right. And also during the credits, they have uh, John Legend singing the,
0: She's your queen to be. Okay. Queen to be forever. All right. That was... Yeah, that was, that was f- I apologize for the that bleeding of That was really long, even in the first one. It was funny at first, and I was like, All right, let's just wrap this up. We get it Okay, speaking of wrapping this up. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize to the listeners. (laughs) I haven't Um, haven't
1: done my part. You shouldn't see the movie.
0: All right, yes. So if you have any doubts, uh, if you have any opinions on whether I should spend the time to watch this movie or not, please uh, uh, feel free to email us at uh, info at com or at uh, Michael H. Harris uh, on Twitter. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, And I think I'm going to see it. Because I want to, I want to relate to how bad it really is.
1: Here we go. Hold, one final thing. Right, I go. couldn't describe the feeling correctly. This is Peter Bradshaw, the Guardian's description of Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's probably is good oddly write. waxy and stately.
0: <laughs>
1: I will not explain.
0: <laughs> what was that? You
1: all, do you care to explain? No.
0: <laughs> oh, that,
1: <laughs> that's the David Lynch thing. Like I think a Razorhead is my most spiritual movie elaborate uh, elaborate on that no
0: no <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are you reading and do you like it any better than what you just watched
1: <laughs> yes yes i'm still reading the three things i've been jumping between i start i've i've, I've gone, made some more progress on sandman but one thing i did read i finished in the time since we've started this podcast is this is how you make a movie from tim gruesome well, okay. I think we've mentioned before that we are fans of the Grierson and Leach podcast. We are indeed. And he is the Grierson of the Grierson and Leech <laughs> yeah. podcast. He's also, you know, a very successful critic and author in his own right. And the movie, uh, the book is, uh, it's good. All right, cool. It's good. I don't love it. I almost wish it went into a little more detail about the how-to of it
0: well, this than is, it does. this is a very interesting conversation given the film we just talked about, right? So you wished it was a little bit, it, you wish it was a different book a little bit. You wish it had the theory and the practicality with it. And it just has the theory.
1: Yes. I do like how Grierson, you know, gives different movies. And even if they're not like the best movies, like sees like the different ways they can do it. The, the different ways this stuff has been used that he's talking about it. Cause it's really, it's more of like a, and it kind of is. I wish it was a different book. It, it's more of like a dictionary, like, this is like a word you're gonna hear, and this is what it means. And I wish it went a little bit more into, uh, like, this is the effect it's gonna have on your viewer. And it does do that oh, sometimes. Okay. It does do that sometimes, but other times it doesn't. And this is how you do it.
0: Okay. I, yeah. I, from what you were telling me earlier off microphone, like that was the big, the next step that you wish it included was how do you how do you actually pull off these effects yes alright well that's probably just a different book yeah, just, and now, just that we, different now that books. you understand the theory we can understand how to do it that's the next step right yes yeah I wish it did both too that's pretty fun when they do both it is right, awesome it is. so I'm still reading a brief history of seven killings it's still awesome uh, and it's still really long <laughs> so I'm still in the middle of it but I'm enjoying reading it yes alright anything else we want to say other than we wish that movie was better
1: um, no, no, and I don't mean to get the wrong idea. I did really enjoy the, really enjoyed the you book. You really en- no oh, the book, the, the, the book, book, okay. oh, the, book. <laughs> the book. Not coming to America. I did not like coming to America. It was bad, but you really enjoyed the book. Okay, that's I great. really i i did, I did enjoy the book, and it deserves props because it's the only person, the Grierson in this book has been the only person to be able to properly explain to me what the rule of three. Yes.
0: Oh, nice. You can leave that as a uh, a teaser for next time, possibly. Or do you want to explain what the rule of three is? No, it's just that's just mentioning. Okay. <laughs> properly. All right. So buy the book if you want to learn some film theory stuff. Right. Yeah.
1: It's a it's a Like I mean, the point of it from hearing Grierson describe it himself is it's kind of like a beginner thing. Like it's for like teenagers.
0: Cool. That's awesome. So and if you're you interested, are
1: if you're interested, yeah, that works out well. If you are interested in film, you should buy the book. Very, very cool.
0: Awesome. Well, uh that does it for this week's episode of the Owl on Culture Podcast. Next episode will be something you might want to watch, possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, no, listen, in the I meantime, will and I will
1: get back working on how to properly explain things and <laughs> talk like a normal human being instead of boring, you all.
0: In the meantime, de todago homie. until we meet again. Thank you for listening.
1: Bye. Falcon and the Winter Soldier next week.
0: That's pretty exciting. Thank you for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast. Our theme music was recorded and assembled by Marine Serzier and Antoine Verrault. The show is produced by Pinecone Turkey. To learn more about Pinecone Turkey, visit pineconeturkey.com where you can read the latest blog posts from the Owls on Culture hosts, And sign up for the Flock email, a a twice-a-month newsletter that delivers a short film, poetry, a short story, and visual art right to your inbox. It's your monthly dose of art curated by Pinecone Turkey. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening.